0: in, I'm
1: going to throw a two, one, and I'm going to throw over to the top. This is f***ing pointless, man take the cuss word out okay guys you know what we're not gonna do it this week because i don't know if someone stole the podcast card or what's going on with it but i go to log into my epidemic sound where i play my gloria tells and it's not working mm-hmm, it's not working and all week the lord has been testing me and he's not gonna win Okay, we've all been there before. A weekend trip to the casino canceled because real life came calling. Well, my bookie's new and improved online casino is here to change the game. Dive into a truly realistic casino experience featuring the latest in slots, progressive jackpots, and live dealer action. All from the comfort of your own home. Take advantage of weekly blackjack tournaments and a brand new collection of high end games for a chance at real cash rewards. The MyBookie Casino provides Las Vegas experience when the action's in your hands, and the best part is you don't even have to wear pants. Your adventure at MyBookie Casino begins with a generous sign up bonus using promo code RED HAWK. All caps, it's promo code RED HAWK to, to secure yourself a suite deposit bonus and that's not all because the revamped loyalty program ensures that you'll be showered with rewards including free spins cashback offers and a host of exclusive VIP perks the more you play the more you win play anytime anywhere with the MyBookie casino okay we just got done with a good little five round workout for sugar getting ready to go uh the airdyne sprints airdyne sprints with a little grappling with some mitts that'll pucker you out more than anything Fucking brutal. The airdyne workouts are the, are just hard, dude. I need, nothing mimics live wrestling, live grappling, like, quite like an airdyne. What kind of refreshment you got over there, Jay?
0: Urban mate. Sponsor me, please.
1: You like those? love them. They get you fired up? Yep. Good. um
0: Good. I'll send
1: you some tweets oh yeah we got tons of tons to talk about here uh the Dan Hooker suffered a broken orbital bone and a broken arm during his fight on Saturday night here at the x-rays literally the x-rays show a broken face um what a tough motherfucker, dude
0: did you see that head kick he ate
1: yeah yep Apart I saw that. that he ate that no issue and then he's literally got a completely broken arm a complete snap it's not like a little fracture it's a complete snap and that bone in his face completely broke what an animal they don't make them like that um yeah that's just freaking grit dude oh my God what a tough beast and then did you ever listen to the Chael Sonnen pod on uh when he went on Schultz's?
0: no I didn't was it good
1: really good really good I recommend you guys listen to it but he, he was talking a lot about the thoughts that going th- go through your head walking out to a fight and everyone's so different but I it, right when he was talking about it, I've thought the same thing before because you're so nervous you're about to go fight this person and sometimes you have these fantasies in your mind like they're going to cancel the whole the whole event like what if they just cancel the whole event even the morning of or what if someone pulls the fire alarm and then we don't have to fight like little weird fantasies like that going through your head and I think they go through more people's head than you think
0: yeah I was listening to that uh Hodger Gracie on Lex Friedman he talks about did you watch that one or no and like Lex is like playing like uh play by play like when he's hopping on the mat he's okay what are you thinking like right here this Mm -hmm. very second and Hodger's like explaining it's pretty cool
1: yeah it's cool and it's a little bit easier with Jiu-Jitsu but like someone like Dan Hooker now the next fight he's got to make a walk he's recovering from his face is broken his arms broken all this stuff once you go through that kind of stuff and you know what can the bad things that can happen in a fight Getting ready to go out there again is a whole, a whole new thing. But yeah, that pot is just so, so entertaining. Um, the Izzy Zuckerberg photo. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, Zuckerberg looks jacked, huh?
1: Zuckerberg looks <laughs> jacked.
0: He's on that sauce. B, you out of here, brother? Yep. Later, B. Thank you so much. Yeah,
1: appreciate you, man. You the man. Yep. Later, B-C-B. Brandon. Yeah,
0: Zuckerberg.
1: After seeing Zuckerberg's picture with Izzy and Volk, I'm like
0: damn it he looks like an athlete like he looks me. like he
1: yeah I wonder if he's on some he might be on some special subs he might not be
0: I feel like he would be he has no reason to not be
1: just seeing that photo right there made me think different with Elon I was like damn he No
0: fucking mall Elon bro
1: <laughs> unless Elon's just not posting about his training and he's training a little bit but probably not
0: Zuckerberg's e- way younger than him he's like yeah mid late 30s
1: and I think Elon has some tits he's like he's a, yeah he's an older guy <laughs> way bigger um damn so i wonder if elon's just fuming that he started that threads or what could yeah. be could not be um they announced it fury versus ninganu oh yeah in saudi arabia where the real money's at i think the real real october 28th heavyweight boxing match and an actual it's an actual professional match too it's not an exhibition 10 rounds um I bet all the people talking talking shit about uh Francis are just like well damn it because I wonder how much he's going to make in that 5 million 10 million 20 million it's hard to say um but now those people are probably like oh dang it Francis got the big fight but what's going to happen in that fight what ounce gloves are they going to wear Are they wearing 10 ounce gloves or they wearing 12 ounce gloves there's definitely a chance that francis could catch him but i just think the chance is really low tyson fury is an expert black belt boxer some of the punches you see francis throw in mma like way from the hip way from downtown but someone who can pack that much explosive power
0: just takes one it doesn't matter.
1: they could hit you like this and knock you out they could literally swat at you like a girl and knock you out they're so explosive but i think tyson fury he's just so good so big so experienced at 10 rounds and pacing himself his defense is probably really good because you gotta have good defense as a heavyweight I feel like it's gonna be pretty one-sided and Francis might be trying to overextend on his punches trying to really like hurt Tyson and Tyson's probably gonna piece him up but good for Francis
0: yeah he's gonna get paid
1: the huge fight huge fight it's crazy I wonder who's paying those guys like who's who put that together the Saudis
0: why is there so much money in boxing just because they have sponsors and shit,
1: dude don't ask me I don't even know how they afford to pay some of these guys these all these different promoters putting together the fights I don't even know I really don't okay let's let's uh bounce around a little bit like we always do six psychology tricks if someone insults you pause for a second look at them and say are you okay
0: (laughs) You want your ass beat (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's pretty good number two if you think someone is lying look at their eyes and don't say anything Mm
0: -hmm. and what what does that what does that do (laughs) just
1: see how if they They look at you back in the eyes maybe and they keep looking at you or they're like just nervous maybe I don't know number three if you're in an argument keep your voice calm it'll give them the impression that you're winning the argument i've been in i've been in certain uh you call them arguments (laughs) where you want you have that feeling you want to raise your voice so they just hear you and they're raising their voice and it's just but as soon as you both start raising your voice it's a hundred percent sure that that person's not listening and you're not listening you're just trying to get your point across they're just trying to get their point across nothing's coming in both ways so i'm pretty good about not letting
0: i can just, just fucking
1: freak out do you ever get into those with your any of your girlfriends
0: i've never been the type to yell really? like, ever
1: is there anything that would make you
0: yell someone like hurts me i guess i don't know like ah what if but someone never, like i'm like yelling
1: uh, what if someone you came into the gym one night to edit and your mom uh-huh. was here cleaning up and they were making out or doing something with your mom? Would you just put your head down and walk away? Or
0: <laughs> yeah, What would that make me mad, mom? <laughs> <I'm grown. laughs> yeah, you're. Good. I don't know. You're I think grown. I'm like low key traumatized when I was a kid because there was a lot of yelling going on, so I didn't ever want to mimic that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I'm so quiet. Yeah, I, 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 don't I always know. think about that because I was like, I've never been the type to raise my voice, like ever.
1: Yeah, and I don't remember who remember who I read it from, but they just talk about once when, s- when you start raising your voice and you start getting emotional. Whoever has gotten you emotional like that, or whoever whatever's getting you they have control of you mm. they, they're they in control of you you're not even in control of yourself you can't even stay calm one thing that jujitsu definitely helps with fighting helps with um because hectic shit happens in fighting all the time happens in jujitsu all the time and you just gotta stay calm it's gonna if you just freak out it's gonna get worse and you're just gonna lose so just staying calm
0: is the smartest thing to do i think that's like emotional intelligence like when you can stay calm in those situations when you're like don't let your anger take over yeah you know what I mean
1: yeah and even sometimes still like inside me it's boiling and it yeah. just wants to explode but just trying to notice that yeah exactly like what the fuck's going to help if we freak out Mariah does that sometimes like if the dogs get out she yells she doesn't yell but she like you could just see in her eyes she just fucking freaks out Hardly. I'm like there's a gate like just chill the fuck out I think she's got that from her dad because her dad, dad kind of does that sometimes he just mm-hmm freaks out about the littlest shit automatically thinks if someone's not answering the phone that they're getting trafficked 100% they're getting trafficked they got stolen they're getting trafficked fuck just starts freaking out and they're just a little late home or something yeah um yeah keeping your voice calm in an argument and it's hard because when your emotions are fucking rolling and if it's something something super important to that you care about mm-hmm. it's easy to get flustered like that but it never it never is just the right thing to do I don't think uh maybe though maybe it is the right thing to do when you're punishing a kid
0: but i don't know is it
1: though what well does the kid know you're serious is the kid gonna if you're just calm all the time and the kid's like fuck you dad i'm not listening to you because you're calm or say like i see paul sometimes uh punishing elias and i he yell he yells him and they know he's serious like oh shit if he's yelling he's serious i'm listening
0: well he's showing them that they'll like I guess that pattern but I guess you could probably just raise your voice a little bit and change your tone but you don't necessarily have to yell
1: yeah or if you'd be like okay there's your one chance and you yeah. know what happens in the second chance you get belted yeah something you like smell that. like that and then he's just like okay <laughs> but dude having a kid it's like easy for us to think know, what right? we do when we're having a kid but when we actually have kids that's when we're gonna be like holy fuck!"
0: yelling non <laughs> <stuff>. Fuck.
1: <laughs> okay number four good posture increases confidence spread your body out take up space it'll lead to a boost in self-esteem God I try to work on my posture so much uh so I forgot who told me it again too but every time you walk through a door it's a good idea to just pull those shoulders back <laughs> get a little tall
0: you're in your first date
1: oh yeah I walk you're in like a fucking peacock yep <laughs> <laughs> that's not yeah that, that and I try to do that too When I walk through the door Just pull my shoulders back a little bit I don't know if it's from Just wrestling for a long time Or boxing for a long time That just naturally My posture is like hunched But I've been trying to work on it Number five Your eyes dilate When talking to a person you love Whoa mm-hmm. And it, and rumor has it That JX has a new lover
0: <laughs> A little bit <laughs> Can't say too much right now We're in the beginning stages mm-hmm. You know how it go.
1: Well, how did you meet this female?
0: Uh we just had like mutual friends growing up, like high school and shit, and then just had each other on Instagram. Dang. And then one thing led to another.
1: Were you nervous the first time you go to hang out?
0: Oh yeah. Super.
1: How it's did you act? Did you act goofy? I did you act same. cool? Uh a little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of half and half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. <laughs> um, yeah. That that's some good stuff there. That's a good stuff there uh someone was talking about it that I don't know if it was a college or someone's trying to switch the name for a vagina and call it the bonus hole bonus hole so then the trans women can feel equal because they they can feel equal because they also have a bonus hole
0: (laughs) what the fuck?
1: yeah you i love me a good bonus hole do you yeah
0: that sounds weird it does i wouldn't say that well that's what it is though but I a say vagina it. <laughs> say it once bonus hole. <laughs> yeah
1: god i bet she's got a it nice little like a bonus hole. hole on her
0: say donut hole
1: mm-hmm so i wonder if they'll do that right Fucking bonus hole see kevin lee retired oh did kevin lee call good i wonder what he's gonna do smart i mean dude when people retire like that it's like smart thinking dude smart fucking thinking because if you're going to just keep committing yourself to eight week fight camps and just things aren't going your way and it's so weird in fighting because maybe it's not you maybe it's just that person on that night was better than you three nights in a row or something just like Peter Yan it's like he, he's losing these fights but it's like he could whoop some of these guys on another day It's just on that day that that happened uh but at some point especially like Kevin Lee you get cut from the UFC again at some point you just got to think hmm and look at it from the outside point of view not your ego because your ego wants to get back on the streak and get back respected by everyone and everyone tweet good things about you or if you look at it from the outside be like okay this is just a little stage in my life maybe I can move on to a more entrepreneur life and start building a business and start saving my last brain cells that I have so good for Kevin um one thing I was thinking about with my dogs the other day sitting there kind of bored at home but then I was thinking I was like what would I do 20 years from now how much would I pay just to get back to where I'm at now just to get back to where I'm at now what's going on in my life my dogs are healthy just laying around with them and that automatically just brought me right back to the moment how much would you pay 40 years from now to get back just to where we are now healthy you're training every day you're getting puss um a lot of shit's goods happening in 40 years you'd probably pay some big bucks to get back to this moment
0: yeah just depends too i mean
1: good reminder
0: yep well
1: how does it depend
0: well i'm saying like oh i wish i could go back like i don't know i would be like yeah i lived a good life i enjoyed it like because i feel like if you wish then you're kind of like
1: not being present
0: yeah and what does Eckert totally say is like when you think in the past you're kind of like that's where anxiety comes in mm-hmm.
1: but I, i'm saying just like especially right now we can just train and we oh yeah so like you take the, it for granted yeah when you true. get old and you're we'll be 70 something and we'll be like yeah. it's just going to be in our memories the days we're able to show up to training and have fun
0: yeah for real i, I always think of that too like there's gonna be a point where i don't have as much time as i do mm-hmm. so just enjoy it day by day
1: yeah, I'm just so thankful every time I can just train and I'm not hurt because then the shit happens like to, like this rib. Now it's like you look up a separated rib too. It's like oh yeah, maybe I'll just give it like five days, it'll be good. You look up at a separated rib, and they're like eight weeks or two months until that thing's gonna go. It's like, oh my god, I want to fucking explode, dude. <laughs> but I try not to just get so pissed off and be like, okay, where can I focus my energy? I can focus my energy on my students. I got the o- open coming up. Sugar's got the biggest fight of the career coming up um I got the new gym opening up there's a lot of places I can put my energy than just sit there and mope and groan about feeling getting hurt all the time but I don't know what the fuck it is it, it feels like it's happened my whole life I wonder what Paul check would say about it it's like every time I start turning it up for training couple of weeks out something happens a stupid injury I wonder if it's just
0: stress or what it
1: could be I don't know I'm not that stressed though thing is I don't know. What the fuck do I have to stress about
0: that much pussy. just kidding
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep so it could just be
0: everybody's body's different somebody like no matter like I don't know somebody's just
1: yeah part of me know? wonders part of me wonders what if I got in a car wreck when I was in high school and I got uh-huh. smoked dude and, uh, the, this girl turned off this 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 normal street and this other guy was coming about 50 miles per hour and hit right well the officer said if he would hit like a foot to the right I would have been dead damn and I smacked my fucking head off the window and I don't know if I got knocked out but I remember just sitting there waking the girls like get out I'm not supposed to have people in my car and it f- wrecked my shoulder my shoulder was like crooked stills crooked to this day and I was like oh I'm gonna get a good little uh good little settlement got 600 bucks didn't get my shoulder fixed
0: 600 yeah that's
1: it? <laughs> and if I would I wanted to go with the this wrestling camp with my boys so bad so I if I would have waited longer skipped the wrestling camp maybe I could have got more money but I'm, like, I'm gonna go to the wrestling camp went to the wrestling camp every time someone put a power half on me I would just go right to my back and get pinned Boop, <laughs> just pinned every time someone put a half on me so that wasn't really worth it but I wonder if like an injury like that early in your in your life can put off your whole spine and put off your whole body and add to a bunch of injuries later in your life Huck. or if your parents your parents lit were born and raised on a carnival and they were eating hot dogs for breakfast lunch and dinner with alcohol and then they knock up get knocked up
0: yeah I don't know does that have to do do everything like perfect (laughs) (laughs) you know like eat
1: good stretch all the I wonder how much that has to do though if your parents what kind of lifestyle your parents lived when they had you were they exercising were they sleeping good were they eating good organic foods um with good nutrients were they doing all that stuff i bet you it has a lot to do with i it. think it i bet more f- than people think i think
0: it goes further than your parents i think it's like the ancestry shit how like paul check says too like some people's stomach the de- like eggs doesn't do good with them it could just be passed on from generation to generations you know hmm. i don't think it's just yeah just our parents it's like parents parents parents, parents like keeps going yeah
1: which makes it worse because my all my all my grandparents are dead but mm-hmm. my mom, grandparents on my mom's side they ran the the old time portraits you know if you go to a fair or a carnival Picture. there's the old time por- portrait b- cool. little bus they did that traveling around to the different carnivals and my dad's dad i think he died he was an alcoholic just native american on the res <laughs> so <laughs> yeah that's
0: uh, cool that you kind of know though i have no idea what even my dad was like really in, so
1: when did your dad leave what age
0: like probably like when i was third grade
1: let me answer this real quick Hey, babe, I'm on the pod right now. Oh, okay. I'm just letting you know I'm on my way. Yes. Okay. See you in a little bit. I love
0: you, babe. Love it. you know, I'm on my way to suck your cock. I imagine she
1: said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she is. Oh. So, you've never. When So, when did your dad take off?
0: Like, when I was third grade. I don't remember. Like, And you never asked your mom? Yeah, I did. And she just said that he's just been in and out of prison. And he's just very, like. I
1: wonder, like, what ki- for what kind of stuff?
0: I don't know. Who knows
1: it'd be interesting to find out i know i should get him on the pod <laughs> <laughs> that'd be crazy can we find out his name
0: yeah he had the same name as me i oh, found his mugshot before he looks just like me no way yeah you gotta show me i will I'll so it we save. gotta check
1: it out and maybe we can find where he's locked up at maybe we go sh- have him
0: have a visit <laughs> bro why not what the fuck do i want to meet him for at this point just to see what kind of like, dude he was i don't know would that obviously be like a low life yeah like imagine you have a kid and you just never come back in his life
1: well imagine he probably had parents who did the same yeah he probably had parents who raised too. him shitty who didn't didn't provide for him didn't give him any tools mm-hmm. and then he meets your mom busts a nut you come out and he's like the he fuck? doesn't even know how to be a dad yeah maybe
0: i think i have like a half brother or something that i don't i've never met mm. So i
1: wonder what he's doing dude because did you ever ask your mom like how long did she date your dad not really never Never, even talked about it
0: i've like asked her like um just kind of what happened and she's just like oh he's just always been in it i think he's i don't know if he's like into drugs and shit or what Mm. just probably knucklehead growing up and just kept that cycle of just in and out prison Mm -hmm. like his whole life so i wonder he could be out right now for all we know Mm -hmm. but i don't know that's insane like imagine having a kid i always think of that's like dude if i had a kid like
1: would you feel weird if he was on the pod if we were just talking to him
0: fuck I don't know maybe or
1: you just look at him like he's a normal guy because that's what he is not like that's my dad
0: yeah at this point yeah yeah be interesting
1: Alexander Volkanovsky seemingly will have his his sights set on Islam until he gets his second crack he said I'd be lying to say I'll just walk through him." and do this and do that Volkanovsky told MMA junkie it's going to be another highly contested battle but I guarantee my hand will get raised I'm going to capitalize on a lot more things it is two tough guys going at it they've done five rounds and there's a good chance you might see another five rounds of it I'd love to get a finish we're both that good that it might be another tougher fight but I'm looking forward to it again Volkanovsky's 34. it's another challenge that excites me so that's obviously what I wanted we talk about how i don't need to be motivated but it's exciting when i can have guys like that in front of me that camp i did had i did 14 weeks holy fuck! it's just so good to have someone like that in front of you and you see on some of the the, the countdowns and vlogs and stuff that how hard Volk trains like you gotta when you go into training and you know the main goal and your coach's main goal and the partner's main goal is to mentally break you mm-hmm. get to get you to the breaking point where you are you feel like you can't move you can't do shit you're like that's so hard knowing you're going into multiple sessions like that a week and it's 14 weeks of that
0: it's crazy i remember when we ran into him like uh he's pretty short dude he's like my height like literally yep. i was like what the fuck
1: yeah he's for sure short it's just so good to have some how you you ask how do you get better it's things like that that get you better certain opponents in front of you that get you better i told myself i need to work on this where you're at right now isn't good enough and that's that's what i feel like with uh al and sean it's forcing us to get better he's such a funky guy he's such a good grappler he's big and it's five rounds like he regardless the outcome of this fight he's gonna level up I for sure already already in the five weeks we've been training for this fight he's already leveled up it's so weird but yeah Volk's such an animal in that fight he got his hands raised do I think I won yeah I do but he got his hands raised all right I need to work on these things I'm going to evolve again these lightweights and featherweights ain't going to stand a chance I'd love to see Volk pull it off dude it's
0: crazy how great Volk is but I feel like he doesn't have like a really big pull still you think that like outside looking in
1: I mean maybe maybe not in our country maybe he's huge in Australia yeah that's true he could be
0: because i feel like brandon moreno and them like they're they're not but i bet they're so big in mexico like people superstars for them. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: okay let's bounce around like we always do 15 times sex therapists didn't hold anything back and shared what sex is really like in relationships if you feel satisfied during sex there's nothing wrong with your sex life two minutes 30 minutes whatever works best for you I swore the average was 15 to 20 minutes but it's actually eight to nine minutes sex can distort your perception of time reddit user asked the sex therapist of the community what do you wish more people knew and what are some of the most obscure th- things people have to come to you with well, they didn't hold anything back and shared some pretty revealing secrets. So here are some of the truly eye-opening secrets from a sex therapist. A lot of problems couples have in bed result from unrealistic ideas about how good sex should be. For example, and, and I mean, that comes from porn, dude. Especially if you're abusing porn and you're, you're jaying it too much, the more you jay it, or the more you watch porn, especially in one day, the more fucked up porn it's going to take. And, and maybe this isn't for, obviously this isn't for everyone, but like your third third session, your third jack-in, you're probably looking at some, some shit that's like unrealistic, maybe. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. For example, there was this one guy who told me he suffered from premature ejaculation. He was afraid that his girlfriend who he was dating for about two months would leave him because of it he was pretty reluctant about details so i started questioning him about previous relationships i was pretty surprised that he never considered his stamina a problem before so i talked to his girlfriend when i asked her how long her boyfriend would last she told me in an embarrassed and desperate manner you know he always finishes after only 25 minutes or so so in that case a little sex ed did the trick what it doesn't really make sense
0: number two you should find a sex therapist expert and bring him on here that'd be sweet
1: for couples with mismatched sex drives which is a majority of couples ask yourself whether or not when you really get things going you enjoy having sex if the answer is yes remind yourself of that when your partner makes advances that's I mean that's the case a lot of times you don't want to go through the process when you've been dating someone for years and years and years it's like you're chilling you're at home it's time to chill you don't want to go through the whole foreplay process the whole thing you got to do just to get her wet but every time it get it, you get to fuck and you're like God why don't we fuck more wow <laughs> the answer is yes. Blah, blah, blah. in a lot of cases you will find that you don't want to start having sex I mean that's realistic not that you don't want to be having sex you don't want to just get it started that's i think that's pretty common in long uh relationships like your ex we won't talk about it but <laughs> your sex drive was different than hers
0: oh yeah mine's way higher
1: and i don't think that's that way for every female but i think it's when you have balls that are producing testosterone and you're a bull and you're just
0: training you just lot. want to
1: fucking choke people out and then fuck your like
0: yeah and it's weird too because it's like
1: and would you tell her you want to fuck and she's just like yeah,
0: eh. yeah. sometimes she's just like didn't want to and i'm just like well obviously i'm not gonna force you to fucking rape no, you, you force you force <laughs> so i was like all right well but then at that point it makes me think like okay i guess i won't try as much or maybe i'll just wait till you try
1: and then another girl maybe at a coffee shop or on instagram or something's hitting you up and you, know you can tell saying. they want to fuck you yeah and, and then i'm like,
0: bad for fucking them mm yep yep yep. Go, man.
1: Mm-hmm. welcome to 2023 <laughs> i'm a marriage okay number three i'm a marriage and family therapist who specializes in sexual and lgbtq plus issues the first thing i tell many clients and this is true for about every relationship be it partner 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 parent child friend friend etc is that a lot of future issues can be spared if you take the time to communicate your expectations of one another this is especially true and hardest to do regarding sex it really is because you talk to your partner whether it's the girl talking to the guy or the guy talking to the girl and they automatically think it's something wrong with them so or or like if a girl's talking to talking to their guy friend about no no I like this or Fuck me like this maybe he's like insecure and he starts getting pissed off now he's just not into it because he's just pissed off and it's really him just being insecure having expectations doesn't make you selfish or needy it makes you a person sex is a big part of a relationship and acknowledging its importance doesn't make you shallow furthermore you are setting yourself setting your partner up for failure and yourself up for disappointment if you are not making your expectations known yeah especially if you have friends and you you communicate to your friends better than you communicate to your partner your partner should be your best friend who you you should be able to communicate to but a lot of times it's not like that especially you see people who get got married they knew each other for a year they get married and it's like they don't even really really know that person so the only people they can really communicate to is their friends and then the same thing for her I see that shit a lot Make sure your expectations of one another are realistic, communicated effectively, and that each partner has a desire to meet them are all fundamental. The amount of people who come to me for sexual dysfunction is tiny compared to the amount of people who are having trouble effectively communicating with each other. (sighs) Yeah, fuck. Especially, I mean, that's why I feel like before you get married, you got to talk about that kind of shit because she got she was programmed different than you were programmed maybe you can come together number four feeling sexy comes from leaning into being sexy so scheduled sex today can lead to delightfully spontaneous sex tomorrow too many people settle into the cold comfort of a minimally maintained relationship and let the friendship and sexy side of the relationship wither schedule a date to go do something together agree to a time to have sex and things usually get better this person says I love scheduled sex I get to anticipate it all day and as someone who can take some time to get warmed up it's really helpful number five I worked with teens they didn't feel confident standing up for what they wanted or needed from sex if the guy didn't want to use condoms they didn't if the guy wasn't interested in her orgasm she didn't have one the girls wanted to have boyfriends and it seemed like they thought that meant they had to have sex on guys terms I encourage them to demand respect and to ask their partner for what they wanted mm. number six a satisfying relationship inside the bedroom starts outside the bedroom I used to intern the ther- with therapists and they'd always stress the importance of communication one of the therapists loved the five love languages which I believe started as a book but she'd tell them to take a free quiz online to figure out what their love language is and for people I'm sure a lot of people know what the love language is but like what do you, what do you feel? Do you feel love language is like giving, giving gifts? Or do you feel your love language is like touch and shit?
0: Did you ever take the test or no? I don't think I, always, I did. I've always heard love five, love language. Like, what's your love language? Do you know what yours is, really? Well, let's say I'm reading them right here. Words of affirmation. So, like, compliments, quality time, gifts, acts of service, physical touch. What Act, would yours
1: be? Physical touch.
0: Physical touch. For sure. I like probably gifts quality time <laughs> surprise uh, me bro
1: yeah give me something sick
0: <laughs> for, for real though
1: so many patients throughout the years would say how learning their love language helps save their relationships yeah because if your love language doesn't match up and you're giving this girl gifts and you're like God I give her gifts all the time but yeah. you never hug on her and love on her and you guys don't have sex but you give her all this shit. maybe she doesn't feel loved at all
0: true I guess communicate it.
1: I've personally found it incredibly beneficial as well if nothing else it opens doors for communication with your significant other on that what's important and meaningful to you which can lead to a much more satisfying sexual relationship when I first met my wife she would talk about this and thought it was silly then I started to read the details and it clicked that this was how she was opening the door to communication we both were previously divorced from horrible first marriages That trust worked its way into the bedroom it's the best sex we've ever had and we are in our 40s so as silly as these five love languages sound they really work as a springboard to how you might subconsciously express or want to be loved the idea is so simple yet the effects are pretty profound cannot sing the praises of the five love languages enough number seven i work in pelvic floor physical rehab consider physical fitness pelvic muscles weakness or tightness as a thing to overall health is also isn't normal for there to be pain with after intercourse unless that's your thing many things can result in this happening but it's not healthy number eight if you feel satisfied during sex there's nothing wrong with your sex life two minutes and two minutes 30 minutes whatever works for you we're talking averages also timing yourself i used to swear it was 15 to 20 minutes but the actual time eight to nine minutes sex can distort your perception of time that really changed a lot for me having having sex with with girls or whatever but uh <laughs> it's just how long they take to warm up dude yeah and if you can focus on that focus on that it's so big for girls it takes them so long oh yeah and us guys we're bricked up in seconds ready to rumble and then you fuck them and you can't last and you last two minutes and they're like they're literally <laughs> barely starting I, to warm up
0: honestly I think it depends like on the fuck, though, there's different types of fucks. There's, like, girls that you don't really care about, that you just fuck them, I don't care. But still. But even, then there's a the girl that you really, like, like and are passionate about, and I don't mind that.
1: I think every girl you're having sex with, I feel like it's kind of selfish if you're not thinking about them also a little bit. Like, I oh, want yeah. her to feel good, too.
0: But I've had that where it's, like, just quick to it, but she's the same way. But then also, like, it's different when you find a girl you actually are super attracted to and you don't mind
1: yeah but then you that, that girl you're super attracted to say you've been dating for 10 years uh-huh. and you're like let's get to it baby yeah yeah <laughs> let's you, party <laughs> yeah you gotta buy him a magic wand <laughs> number nine it's okay to practice sex and give each other a break if you mess it up starting a sexual encounter doesn't obligate you to finish it you can't wait to have sex until your wedding night and then expect them to be a dynamo you can't bully someone into getting an erection or an orgasm number 10 sex is just as mental as it is physical being good mood with no stress in the back of your mind having a healthy meal and focus on arousing thoughts and imagery hours before sex blah, blah, blah. this will make your sex life better whether it's a relationship or a hookup Number 11, I see many women who struggle in the bedroom with their spouses because of sexual abuse, trauma in their past. I know men experience sexual trauma as well, but they just aren't a large part of the clientele. Once you educate both parties on how how trauma like that affects you physically and mentally, you really start to see some growth. That fucks people up, dude. That's why the punishment for that kind of shit should be bad. If you get, if you, you, whether the girl was not underage raped. or if you raped her, you you should have to lose a limb. You should ha- it should yep. be life changing, not like oh I get locked up for two years, blah 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 blah. You <laughs> fucked that person up yeah. forever. Very real though. Literally, it fucks people up. So if they made that law, but then you get the falsely accused people. Yeah. And that's now what fucked up. Now you don't have a risk because the person got falsely accused. That's the th- that's the tricky part on that one. Yep. 12 everyone needs like now connor's got no hand
0: <laughs> yeah he tried to
1: fuck that fat girl in the bathroom or something
0: or she capped about it and she wanted money and he's <laughs> now
1: he's got no hand. <laughs> yeah fuck. <look. laughs> everyone needs to learn about sexual concordance what a body does and how you feel think about uh, how you feel think about it are often two different things understanding how sexual concordance happens is probably the single greatest gift you can give yourself in your future current partner generally for men they tend to be more sexually concordant I don't,
0: what the fuck does concordant yeah, can, mean let me google it real quick
1: generally women are not quite as sexually concordant for many people a sexually sexy situation doesn't always equal arousal sometimes for men and women something that shouldn't forever whatever reason be arousing and vice versa
0: there's an n in concordant
1: concordant
0: uh corresponding in direction with the planes of a chat what the fuck? I don't think this is this. Yeah, I was give
1: it Number <laughs> thirteen, I'm a therapist specializing in gender and sexuality and I work with adolescents and families. Though I've worked with all ages, one of the things I wish everyone knew, particularly young people and parents is that it's okay for your identity to grow and change as you grow and change. You can identify as gay now and later start identifying as bisexual. Lesbian might make more sense right now, and even if you later feel that something else describes you better in the future, that doesn't mean any of your feelings then are now illegitimate, or that changing a label makes you a liar. Your attraction, sex drive, and body image can change through usually not drastically as you age. That's fine. Roll with it. Oh, if you turn gay in a little bit, no big deal.
0: <laughs> you can always go back. He turn gay at 42? <laughs> I mean, uh,
1: yeah, but back straight at 50. <laughs> Number 14, sex isn't only about penetration. Try focusing on what makes both of you feel good. The old cliche of it's the journey, not the destination, is really useful when it comes to sex. Number 15
0: how many tips <laughs> last one here was sorry sorry <laughs> sorry
1: I'm a sexual health counselor the best toys are either high grade silicone glass or surgical steel the latter two are also great for temperature but any of these three can be washed in a dishwasher also as romantic as it sounds never sleep inside your partner have your partner sleep inside of you if you're using a condom
0: what do you mean, like? you're cocked in there you just go night night and you just limp it's kind of fire the
1: saggy condom on <laughs> between shifting and shrinking all that semen will have a nice easy opportunity to work it way out of both sides of the rubber a little different <laughs> sorry about that
0: <laughs> all right tip number 28
1: please <laughs> <laughs> have a thousand <laughs> yeah uh, we got our brother Stuart cooper in the house he was on the pod a couple times on the timbo sugar show pod a lot long uh long time ago but Stuart Cooper films if you're into jiu-jitsu highlights or or different documentaries and stuff about it uh he's got some of the best documentaries out there the evolution of wrestling for ADCC a new one that he came out with is really good but all his stuff will get you fired up fired up for training and he's always interviewing the the best jiu-jitsu guys out there so check out his page Stuart Cooper films and that's s-t-u-a-r-t woman has epic melt women exits plane after tirade about passenger who is not real i'm not to not to about to be final destinationed.
0: was that that like white lady that was screaming on the plane that it's going kind of viral is it i think so she's like they're not real everybody's just kind of making a meme out of it what the hell if she said dripping. i'm telling
1: you Okay, she said in the video, which has been circulating, a woman could be seen walking down the aisle of a full flight while screaming at the fellow passengers. I was screaming about why she was getting off the plane. I'm telling you, I'm getting the fuck off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off. The women could be hard could be heard yelling as she walked up the plane aisle and everyone can be either can either believe it or they cannot believe it i don't give two fucks but i am telling you right now that motherfucker back there is not real
0: (laughs) did you see the video or don't do it's kind of (sighs) like creepy no it looks like a like a comedy skit Oh, really? Like the video funny. then
1: captured the moment that the majority of passengers who were made seated throughout the encounter turned to look toward the back of the plane where the woman was gesturing. The woman then continued profanity-filled tirading, adding, and you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with them or not. I'm not going to. She turned around exited the plane. A fellow passenger could hurriedly loud sit telling the woman, bye.
0: I wonder if they ever showed the guy, the person she was talking about.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I had never seen that TikTok.
0: Yeah, it's been kind of floating around a little bit.
1: You been uh, on TikTok much
0: <clears throat> lately? No, I have just been heavy on YouTube lately. What about you?
1: Uh, I don't have a TikTok. Still, I'm still trying to stick away from. TikTok.
0: I was kind of hooked on it for a bit, but now I'm kind of going back to YouTube. Oh uh, yeah, I like like the long format shit. Now.
1: I like the thread. I like thread, Twitter, YouTube. Sometimes Instagram's not bad. The FDA is at is being asked to look into Logan Paul's energy drink. <laughs> which has the caffeine of six coke cans um 200 milligrams per ounces advertising itself as zero sugar and vegan the neon colored cans are among a growing number of energy drinks with elevated levels of caffeine in prime's case 200 milligrams per 12 ounces equivalent to about half a dozen of coke cans or nearly two red bulls damn no wonder that shit gets you jacked
0: I didn't even know it had caffeine. I thought it was just like Gatorade. No, they have energy drink. Oh, the energy drink one.
1: What's your go-to energy drink?
0: yerba or Celsius. I like you. that.
1: I like that. I like my uh the coffee first thing, first thing usually in the morning, and then later on. I don't, I don't, I don't mind the teas. I don't mind the teas that don't have a lot of sugar. But sometimes I'll do a from this place called Valley Buzz. Get a little cold brew yeah, action. Yeah,
0: cold brew gets you tweaking. It's just strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You look like you're drinking a latte right there. That's a girl's drink. Jay. No,
1: <laughs> it's not. It's my preference. Jay drinks espressos with f- Sprite or soda tonic with that's a little that's orange that's peel. Real shit right that's there. some weird shit.
0: Not comment yeah. below if lattes are gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, comment below. Are lattes gay,
0: bro? Lattes like when you're like starting to drink coffee in the beginning. And you don't know what you want. Like it's very like a high school drink to me. To you,
1: keyword.
0: Why <laughs> as well drink McDonald's coffee, G?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> Dutch Ra- Raw milk, raw milk with uh-huh. the finest espresso from some organic beans. A little bit of cinnamon. A little bit of uh, uh-huh. if you feel like it, butter and coconut oil. A little, a little bit of vanilla extract and some cinnamon. Bro, don't say that's girly. Uh, that's a fucking. That's soda. man as it comes.
0: I drink my coffee straight very black. First of all. How many sweet shit are you going to put in it? Milk, honey, lavender, cinnamon. No. (laughs) Bro.
1: Cinnamon has zero sugar. Milk has zero. Actually, I don't know if it has zero sugar. (laughs) Honey.
0: You're drinking fucking soda in the morning, bud.
1: (laughs) Okay, here we go. Bo Nickel tells Ariel Hawani that his dream fight is to fight Comzat at the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas for the undisputed UFC middleweight
0: title. He's sick. Comzat (sighs) runs through him though. let's be real i know bo's your boy
1: no 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 i don't i don't know if hamzat could take him down so it's going to be a striking match
0: i mean you think hamzat's a little bit cleaner on the feet
1: yeah definitely more experienced a little bit cleaner he's fuck i want to see that fight for some reason i just want to see someone who can just hang with bo nickel a little bit just to see what level he's at because yeah. this weekend you didn't really get to see he just knocked out some kid who's 55 or took the fight on seven days so you don't didn't really get to see same with the guy before i want to see what he does with someone good
0: yeah
1: or or how he reacts when
0: shit gets tough
1: he gets cracked yeah or he shot on this guy three or four times and the guy stuffed them all
0: and he's like fuck
1: how, how composed he is then yeah but man that would be sick wouldn't it
0: yeah it would wouldn't it in it, Your mm-hmm. Montana side coming out. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, yep. Kem- Kevin Lee confirmed on his retirement. Boom. <laughs> the documentary coming out about dry kiss is a good one.
0: <laughs> too, you can't put that on. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I sent you this uh, five Japanese techniques to overcome laziness. I sent it to you on Twitter
1: um tom brady and giselle lost an astonishing 48 million in the fdx cryptocurrency crash last year tom brady had invested a staggering 13 million into fdx while his then wife got had contributed 18 million for her personal wealth wow that sucks dark truths about school nobody wants to know it creates workers not thinkers um yeah it definitely does but we definitely need those workers right now yeah but at what point are we not going to need those workers in 20 years and 30 years are you not going to need a plumber are you not going to need uh, a teacher are you not going to need Podcasters. a gymnastic teacher a yeah. yeah. gym teacher
0: a jits teacher what
1: else do you go to school for all sorts of shit.
0: Yeah, it depends, right? If you go to, like, a trade school, obviously, you're learning, like, trade. Is there
1: going to be a point when um, the quantum computers and – is there a point where it's going to take over everything?
0: Probably not in our lifetime.
1: Like a doctor? You don't even need doctors anymore? You hook up to this machine, (laughs) and it tells you exactly what's wrong and exactly how to fix it? Yeah. Shit. It does. That's why – but but parents, too, when when they're so – so hard on their kid to get an A get a fucking A plus It's like, God, just chill out, maybe their brain doesn't work out that way. Maybe they have a more creative brain and and they're just not into the fucking stupid shit
0: for real though
1: School grades are not are just the result of brute repetition, not your intelligence, and a lot of times it is it's just memorize this, memorize this, memorize this, memorize this. In school, they teach you a lesson and give you a test life gives you a test and then teaches you a lesson they force you to get good at countless irrelevant subjects that have zero value in the world that's the truth too mm. holy fuck is that the truth dude god some of the shit i learn i'm like right. sweet i'm dissecting a frog today
0: <laughs> i've never dissected anything
1: well yeah you lived in az you live in, in montana shit. we do some different shit brother <laughs> you can't do some weird we shit dissect bro. frogs <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Don't kill your potential for a useless piece of paper and a pat on the back from society. A lot of people are paying off some serious debt because they have that piece. Are you of you paying off your debt? No.
0: Damn, debt free! I remember you talked about that. No.
1: Well, let me see here. I think I might have five thousand, but I, and I asked this guy the mortgage or the. It's like Real should debt? I just pay that off? And he's like, "No, because you can just you write it off your payment and." It's not getting any interest. Blah 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 blah. I don't fucking know. But I remember I was stressed a long time about my school debt. I was like, "Fuck, should I just get a job while I'm going to school to pay it off?" But the way things worked out, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I just let it stack up and just focused on my craft instead of just wasting my time working trying to pay off this dumb fucking school. God, I uh, was pretty good though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Schools. I mean, f- school. If you like school, cool. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit about school like it's terrible because yeah what are some good things you learned in school I learned I learned how to Riz girls I
0: was going to say I yeah, socialize a bit
1: mm-hmm I learned how, how to, used to being around people Riz up girls I learned how to how did
0: you learn how to Riz though just trial and error
1: just seeing them trying to be funny just being like okay, what you know? what are the why do these girls like me because I'm making them laugh um I learned that I hated football I learned that I really didn't like wrestling, but I'm so thankful I stuck to wrestling. Other than that, I don't know what else really I learned.
0: Fucking how to write cursive.
1: I am decent (laughs) at cursive, but I guess they don't teach that anymore. I don't
0: think they do, yeah.
1: They don't teach cursive, which is crazy.
0: Well, they don't teach probably kids how to like read a clock, like a regular clock anymore. Oh, really? I'm sure they don't have this shit anymore, (laughs) bud.
1: Yeah okay this is the yeah five Japanese techniques to overcome laziness I get that question all the time how do I overcome laziness yeah
0: it's
1: like bro that <laughs> the mean fuck do you it? want a pill uh discover your purpose in life that is a big one though if you're into something just into something it's like just that's it determine the reason you wake up each morning and choose something that aligns with your strengths passions and the needs of the world this is what gives you life meaning number two kaizen focus on small improvements every day you don't need to have to do everything at once just aim to the progress little by little pomodoro technique work for 25 minutes take a break for five then repeat this helps you stay focused and avoid burnout it's a game changer for productivity yeah but you get off for that for that five minute break and you start getting on tiktok I know, and Then right? you start getting on instagram and then you start getting on twitter and that shit's way more exciting than what you're doing because it's just so stimulating Yep. and then that five minutes turns into three hours hara hachi boo don't stuff yourself eat until you're 80 percent full and you'll feel more energized throughout the day plus you won't have to unbutton your pants after lunch uh, did you eat too much last night or perfect
0: I think it was just right
1: you trained I I, I made yeah. some of these elk smash burgers and like I, w- I was They're pretty good I was trying to prep them because I knew right after practice we were heading to my house mm-hmm and people are bitching at me they're like you need to press them because I have a presser to make smash grills. you need to press them on the grill or press them on the thing I'm like no shit you fucking. but then I they turned out fine didn't <laughs> yeah, they yeah
0: they did they were fire
1: good God God leave me alone yeah and those turned out good and then my my dad sent me some elk chops and I, I put those elk chops in a Ziploc bag with some liquid aminos
0: yeah it tasted fire to me
1: Mm-hmm. those are really good I uh, my buddy Leo Bersir, he taught me to do that one time. He put a steak, a big old steak, and he just covered it in soy sauce and let it soak for the day. It's like marinate. Then we cooked it in the night, and it was so just good. That's kind of where I learned that from. Shoshin. Approach tasks with a beginner's mindset. Don't worry about being perfect or having all the answers. Just be open to learning and trying new things.
0: It's good for white belts.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So it was pretty fun looking at the all the IBJJF academies, Han. Huh? Oh, Thinking yeah. Thinking about your future gym and what the kind of vibe you want to make.
0: Yeah, it gets me excited.
1: Oh, it's going to be awesome. You're going to freaking love it, dude. Especially if you start out with a simple simple membership and just a couple classes a week so you're not making everything crazy. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool.
0: Even, like, I still always remember, like, we're in the garage. <laughs> yeah.
1: It seemed like not that long
0: ago. I know. Shit went by so quick.
1: Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, like that—the old gym, the one that we had over over there, the two thousand square foot one—I could have been happy in that one forever.
0: Yeah, I think so too. But, but worked out. Yep. Because remember, we were like driving to the pod studio, and I was like, the whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's probably good. it's probably good. So these fuckers don't cry. I mean, I wanted a.
0: <laughs> fuckers don't cry.
1: I mean, they don't die. Oh. Wanted to get on threads and go over some shit that was popping out on threads, but
0: I haven't even been on threads at all.
1: We'll do that another day. So, all right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Uh, I just put up the new video, or actually, I'm going to put it up right now. The video of me doing talking about the this week's newsletter, and I put those on Patreon every week. And this one, we talked about when it, and go into detail. We talked about my stance on athleticism versus technique with fighters is one more important than the other are there certain levels where athleticism can compensate for lack of technique and vice versa and how do i approach this as a coach and the second one i talked about was with some of your students who come to the gym and have never trained before what are some of the changes you see in their personality in life when they become confident in their ability to defend themselves and then the other one i talked about is some people when they start hustling or working a lot they start feeling guilty about enjoying stuff like netflix and feel like they need to be productive instead how important is it to you to find time to just relax and chill and recharge each day would you say it makes you even more productive we talk about that stuff and I talk about that stuff and I put up video not just about that but a newsletter breakdown video on patreon every week and then I'm going to put on some some techniques about when you're fighting a wrestler and different setups to bring things up the middle and make them a little bit more scared to shoot because of in fear of running into something and everyone thinks oh yeah you throw a knee or you throw an uppercut but there's lots of ways to disguise that uppercut and to to really disguise that knee with something else make that wrestler think you're coming forward and they're timing a good shot and then they run into something hard Um, bunch of techniques sneaky ones and i'm going to do a video about that this week and put it on patreon also plus we're doing giveaways and all sorts of stuff and I appreciate my supporters that are on there and have been with me for years there that's patreon.com slash redhawkacademy um and we're almost to 46k I think we're almost to 46k so we're almost to 50k that means and I can't wait slow grind but a fun grind and all our people that always watch every week thank you so much love you guys let's have a good week see you next week bye-bye